Welcome back to the Advice from Hannah show. I'm kind of, I don't know how I feel. We have a guest in the building, Ryan Rosary. Ryan, welcome. How are you? Thank you for having me. I am well. I am doing amazing. I am blessed. I am abundant. Life is good. I don't even know what to say. I'm super excited. Shout out to Amanda. Um, I met you. You sat next to me. I did. At an event. (laughs) I did. Yes, I did. I do recall. You do recall, and I've named him the Sweeter Man's. So, <laughs> <laughs> I am a Sweeter Man. It was hysterical. I I don't know how we got there. How did how did we I get to? I actually don't remember how we got there. I think s- something happened on stage, and then I said something, and I I came along with Sweeter Man's, and we, it's just stuck. No, I yeah, I feel like something happened, and you said Sweeter Man's, and then I had ordered food. And then this food never came. It was horrible too, by the way. But was anyway, it really? yeah, yeah, it wasn't like I used to go to that place frequently. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's my spot. So Saturday nights they have like a band and it's really popping. Okay. Um, so I used to go there a lot in a different lifetime of mine, and I really looked forward to their food. Mm-hmm. Like they had polenta, they had steak, they had red snapper. It was like a whole vibe. So when I was going there now, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, the polenta. Like you know, I was ready. Yeah, and I see all this pizza and tacos and that was what happened oh it really changed up on you i was not i was not like to the point like i was thinking of celebrating my birthday there and okay. now i'm like nah, i'm not gonna go wow yeah really yeah, yeah shifted, no. really shifted your uh your viewpoint from just that one little experience huh well that's what's it right experiences they shape you and right. i really don't think that a venue of that character and the stars that perform on that stage, like Juno award-winning stars, should be serving that kind of stuff. For sure. Other than that, just move away from food. <laughs> Surgery. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not really necessary. You don't got to feed us if you don't right. want to. You don't have to. As long as you have alcohol. <laughs> I'm sure if you have alcohol, most people will be fine with it. I'm telling you, that's it. Liquid diet. It's fine. Oh, God. Fine. And tequila is like a... What is it called? It's like a super. I forget what it was. It's I, like I used super. to. I used tequila to, to keep keep the party going. That's my uh, my party juice. Get that in my veins. Got tequila in my veins. My blood. Do, 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 do. Well, I turned your rap song into some like elevator music, 
Good old elevator music. I miss I miss I miss good old elevator music. I miss actually like you go into an elevator and you had a good tune with it. I feel like they don't do that anymore. Is that still a thing? It's not a thing because people are in elevators and they're scared with masks and they don't want people to touch them or talk to them. All right, look at them. <laughs> yeah, the era of COVID. I just I don't know. They don't do next time I'm in an elevator, mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch out if there's music and then I'll message you. Please do. I'll send you an email. I would love to know because I think maybe one time as a kid, I was in an elevator and had music. We were going, me and my mom and my sister, we were going to some restaurant. And then then inside the restaurant, I think they also had a live band playing, but they were like, they were playing, I think, classical music. And it had the music going. Well, that's the thing, right? They have to get you in in the right mood. Right. I, I find that whenever you walk into a place, it, it starts from the it starts from online to me. Like it starts on mm. like if I can find your website, if I think I don't really judge social media, but like you got a website. If you pick mm-hmm. up the phone when I call. Yeah, true. Know, how many well, I mean, this this was before social media. This is before the Internet even existed or like was oh. at least available to the public. This was a while back. So you're talking 90s. Oh, yeah, definitely 90s. I was 100 percent a kid at this point. Hmm. I think you're still a kid on the inside, but tell everybody wow. what do you do? What do you do, bro? What do you do? tell the people them? Well, Talk since I'm a kid on the inside, I play imaginary. I'm, that's what I do for a living. I like to I like to play pretend, also known as acting. I don't get to act as much as I would like to on a professional capacity, but I feel like I'm acting every single day in my life. Um, and I, I honestly create my own stuff too. I create a lot of my own skits, and I do some stuff online with with my friends. I have a bunch of stuff on social media. Uh, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Yeah, TikTok's a thing. I don't but, know if I like TikTok. You know what? You have to, for TikTok, you have to, you have to just allow yourself. In the beginning, I was like, man, TikTok is stupid. I'm not touching this thing. And then you get TikTok and then you find a funny video and you're like, okay, this is pretty cool. And then you just kind of scroll through and you're like, oh, there's just a bunch of people trying to be funny or people that actually are funny on this thing. And, I, and that's one of the things with the internet I've noticed is that everything is about being funny. A lot of the things, like the most successful pages are things that are just funny. So TikTok has a lot of hilarity on it. It does. There's this one page I follow. Okay. I stumbled across her this weekend called The Immigrant Mom. Oh, my okay. God. Dude. I'm, ass- I'm assuming she's a mother that talks about things from the viewpoint of an immigrant. Yes. Yeah. But she has five boys. And she's, she always says, that's bullshit. And, like, she's just, like, your hardcore, you know, mom that's just, she takes no BS. And, like, some of the skits are, like, her son's wife's going, like, oh, you know, your son doesn't call me while he's working. She's like, why? Why? He go to you every night. You want him to call, talk, 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 talk all day. He's working. Like, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, like, real stuff, too. Like, she has, like, logic. At least to me. Yeah. And and this is, like, a skit page? Like, they do skits? Yeah, they do they do skits, but it's like her she has five boys and it's her and they're like grown. They're like our age, some of them, some of them in their twenties. Mm-hmm. And but I think it's like the youngest that runs the page. Mm-hmm. And she was yelling at him in one of the videos, she's oh, now what? You have business, you don't wanna work for your mom. Like <laughs> But uh she's super funny and I and I really think that um what, that kind of humor. What's her page uh, called? Immigrant mom, the immigrant mom. Immigrant mom. Oh, you're on TikTok. You should follow me. Advice from Hannah. Zero one. 
Okay, I didn't even know there was a zero one in front of my name, boy. So it's advice <laughs> from Hannah zero one. I think this yeah. is her. I think I, I think I'm looking at her. Okay, I've never seen her page before. All right, she's super funny. Like she, super super funny. I enjoyed out of all the pages on TikTok that I've seen. Right. I really think that she's nailed it. I like to think that she's nailed it. Huh? Okay. She does something for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, um, I have my page, but I don't really, I swear to you, I have my page because I didn't want anybody else to be advice from Hannah on TikTok. That's it. Got you. So you wanted to make sure you capitalize on that. Yes, sir. But aren't you advice from Hannah 01? I know. I didn't even get there on time. Oh, man. I'm like, who be, who's this girl trying to be me? So you're saying there's another <laughs> advice from Hannah out there. There is. That's there crazy. There is. She's a fault. She's a faker. That is crazy. No, for real, like thinking about it. I mean, the, you're it, pulling it, my leg now. You're pulling my leg. <laughs> no, seriously, because that's like, honestly, like having that, that name as a page, it's like someone else, like me going online and searching Ryan Rosary, and there's another person that has the same name as me. I'd be tripped out. This is true. But there's a lot of advice pages, right? I don't. I guess that's I true. Huh? Yeah, I guess that's true. There is. There's a lot of people giving advice. I don't think. I don't feel what I do is special Okay. as much as, you know, I hear it. I just feel like it's me. You're just being you. Yeah. Which yeah. is very important. Seriously. Seriously. I haven't gone on screen with a roller set because Lord knows. <laughs> right. No, it's good that you're your your you're most authentic self or like trying to be just who you are. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hard, it's a hard pill to swallow. Uh, sometimes because there's parts of you that you don't like, right? Of course. Uh, of course, there's lots of parts of us. Uh, well, I shouldn't say us like everyone, but I think everyone has parts of themselves that are like, oh, I wish I could change that, change this. It's but true. I, I feel like we're getting, I mean, maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like more people are trying to find their most authentic selves these days and they're trying to be less of of who they think they need to be. Well, that's just it, right? Society has made us believe that we need to have certain things clicked, right? So like mm -hmm. the boxes and, and things that you have to do in life to be successful or obtain success. And realistically, I think at this point, success is relative to the person. That's what I was about like, to say. What is success? Like what's success to you? What's, I think your version of success is very different than my version of success. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Dun, 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 dun. Mine? Yeah. Ah, all right. So are we talking monetary or okay so <laughs> well i mean if i'm from gonna be honest if i was a multi-millionaire right now i'd be very happy truthfully a billionaire even um billionaire billionaire goals is what i'm working towards at some point in my life but if i had a if i had like pure financial stability and i'm able to take trips take my family to different countries um and also have myself set up where I'm comfortable and don't have to worry about my my bills. Like that's a that's a version of success to me. But also like even with my career, I'm a consistent working actor and I'm a writer. And oh man, there's so much. I I have my my like community center up and running. Like that's a version of success for me. But that's in the future. And I would say me where I'm at at my point at this point in my life now. Success is being happy without all those things. So you're trying to find it in a sense 
without having all the bells and whistles. You just want to be happy you, like yourself. Because at the end of the day, I I have this is the body I have until the day I die. And this is who I have to live in. I have to live in Ryan Rosary. I can't live in anyone. I can't live in Hannah. That's for sure. I have to live in me. And being happy as me right now, even if I don't have all the things that I desire, that's success. Hmm. That's profound. That's a that's a form of success to me. I get that. I get mm-hmm. that. You're trying to just be successful in this time in this body. Yeah. As a whole. Yeah. 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 I understand that. I understand where you're coming from. Like tell me, oh my God, let's not get started with me. <laughs> Please share. Hey, I want a fur coat. Like a fur coat. I want a fur coat. You could go buy a fur coat now, though. I cannot buy a fur coat that I would oh, like. Oh, you're talking? Do you talking about like a 100% real fur coat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know vegans don't get at me. Whoa! Not only vegans, Pete is gonna come after your ass too. Oh, whatever. You know, the, they they can if they want to, but at the end, it's like what I would like, right? But besides the point of the joke of the fur coat, I've always said if I ever have children. Mm-hmm. I would want to go to kindergarten and pick them up with like a fur coat and big glasses and just be like that bougie ass mom. So essentially what you're saying is looking like a mob wife, pretty much. I would love to look like a mob wife and not be a mob wife. Got you. (laughs) Got you. Okay. Not be a mob wife. No, no, no. No, no, no. I can't deal with... Granted, I could probably handle the stress, but... um, Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I feel like the mob wives are just like hood girls glorified. Well, to me, a mob wife is really a wife of a man who's about that life. Like, he really is about that life. Man has like a, what do you call it, construction job? You know, like it's real. It was like Italians. Oh. The, stereoty- the, stereoty- the stereotypical Italians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is your writer hat coming on, though. Oh, yeah, this, this is your writer hat. This, this is, is your the imagination, hat. my imagination coming out. The imagination. Imagination. Is it the episode of SpongeBob? Imagine. I don't know if you ever watched SpongeBob. I watched like a couple episodes. I really like think religious. SpongeBob is Ren and Stimpy. Oh, you think you think SpongeBob is a modern day Ren and Stimpy? Yeah. Now, but Ren and Stimpy was wilder. Ren and Stimpy was way, way more crazy. Well, the thing is, Ren and Stimpy was the nineties. Was was before PETA and all the mom Facebook groups and all of mm-hmm. that stuff. So they mm-hmm. could have been wild because they didn't have the scrutiny of the internet parading them. This is true. Do you this think the internet point. has made the world a better place or a worse place? Subjective. Okay. That's a long answer. It's a long, oh. short answer. I'll give you the long, short answer. I do appreciate it for it bringing worldwide issues to the surface for everybody to see and a couple of clicks what's happening on the other side of the world. Um, For instance, um, I believe it's Iran or like one of the, the Middle Eastern countries that she got killed because she showed her hair. Right. I think that's, I won't even get there in this episode because you'll just see my rage, but you know, we're privy to information like that. But on the flip side, I don't feel like there's, any private moments. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's robbed people of their privacy. Like I think it was Blake Lively, who I think is brilliant, um, brilliant actor. 
actress, sorry. Uh, I love her and everything that she does. And she's pregnant. And mm-hmm. she hid her pregnancy from the paparazzi because she wanted to. And that made like the she's news. Pregnant, like she's pregnant right now? Yeah, she's pregnant right now. Her and Ryan Reynolds are having another kid. Cool. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's cool to us, but she just wanted to nest and mm-hmm. be in her home. And, you know, realistically, if you think of women way back in the day, they wouldn't share a pregnancy till three months. Right. And then, then so you'd share it with your close relatives and your family members. But it was never a thing online. Right. Um, so I, I do feel like it's robbed people of their privacy. Um, but it's also allowed humans to capitalize on so many different things like you and I on this podcast right now chatting, right? Right. Um, so it has its good, it's bad. But I really do think that it has such a deeper, like, I, I won't get in. It has such it has such an impact on just personal lives and, and professional lives and how things you see somebody's I'll give you an example my okay. event right I okay. ran an event a couple of weeks ago took blessed sweat and tears out of me but it was my first curated event for the brand um, okay and it took me a solid nine months to put on wow nine um, months. yeah yeah it took me nine months and nobody like when people were there they're like wow this is this ran so smoothly I'm like yeah it took me nine months Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everything is very well thought of. I had speakers, um, a diverse peak speaker list, the owners of the restaurant that not the restaurant downstairs, yoga studio upstairs are people of color. Everybody's food that I that was displayed was a visible minority, like it was curated to the T. Amazing. And it took me so long to do. I built a website, the whole thing. And there's a minute in 30 second video on my website and you just see the highlight of it you feel me yeah no i'm hearing that i'm hearing that not the blood sweat and tears so i feel like the internet highlights somebody's 10 minutes of you know 12 years or 15 years sometimes of work right and then it makes you feel less than right but you're I know this now, like when I see somebody's like high, like, you know, they've accomplished something. I'm like, man, how many years did they put in That's to do that? That's that a lot of people forget, especially in the social media era that we're in. It's like you see someone uh, accomplish, like they bought their house or or they bought a new car. You're like, oh my gosh, like this person's doing well, so well for themselves. But we have no idea what was going on behind the scene because in theory, you post something on Instagram on, on your social media, it's a highlight. You're posting your highlight reel. You're posting the things that make you look amazing. Nobody knows what's really going on in the back end. No, well, absolutely not. Like, can you share a moment in your life if you feel comfortable that you just showed the highlight reel and not everything that's happened in the background? Uh, anytime I've booked a project, if I've ever shared that, I just post that, but I don't talk about the 900 other auditions that I did that I didn't get i don't i didn't post me questioning my my ability and wondering if i'm good enough i didn't post when i got close to a project and they chose to go another way yeah that's that's not the stuff that people want to see people don't like watching people don't like watching people go through it unless you know that they come out of it at the end like you if you think about any movie that has an underdog story there's this one movie that i watched i can't even remember the name of it it was years ago i was a kid but it's based off of a true story Essentially, this football team 
the like the main football team. I think they were in uh, a plane. They were taking a plane ride somewhere, and the plane crashed. So all the starting lineup pretty much died. So the remaining uh, like players that weren't on the plane, um, they kind of had to figure things out. And one of the the guy who was like the captain of the team, uh, who be- ended up becoming the captain of the team, this black guy. He now had to help make sure that they kept the morale up and like get new members to join the team, this, that, and the third. Anyways, they were like the underdogs because they have to pretty much rebuild their team from scratch. And people don't take them seriously and they don't really want to give them the funding for the for their football team and all types of shit. They ended up getting to I think it was the final uh, match of like their high school season. And they ended up winning that championship that year. So they had the tragedy that happened at the beginning of the year where the main football team died. But at the end of the year, the rookie squad wins. Now, the reason I say this is if at the, you know, I sit here and I watch this movie and at the very end, these guys still lose, that would be the shittiest movie of all time. I would not care for it. But because you wait and you watch them lose throughout the entire movie and at the very, very end, they overcome. It's like, ah, and that's what the highlight reel is. You don't talk about what they had gone through. You just see the end result. I mean, I don't know if the movie, this description really worked because you know what happens in the beginning, middle, and end of the movie. But at the end of the movie, you're seeing this team overcome and you see that they win. And like, that's kind of like what we want to see. We, we're, almost, we're almost drawn to seeing people winning because then it's like a reminder that you can win too. I think you said it perfectly. I think you said it perfectly because we want to see people win. I want to see people win. Like I swear, I, right. I think at one point, one of my slogans was like, I want to see you win. I want to see, I swear I say this like weekly to people. <laughs> yeah. I say it weekly. And sometimes I've learned recently that you got to lose. You sometimes do. You gotta, yeah. Sometimes you got to go down to come up. You do. You know that game Snake? Yes. Or I snakes and ladders. That. Snakes and ladders. That's the game. Yes. Snakes and ladders. Yeah. You know, sometimes you, you roll your die and then you end up having to go back down the ladder. But sometimes you get lucky and then you find the you end up rolling and you end up landing on the big ladder and the big ladder takes you to the top. So Oh my god, I totally I totally win snakes and ladder game with you. <laughs> oh I'm a champ. Me and my mom used to play that all the time as kids when I was a kid. Also, oh, you know, oh, you. I used to play um, Parcheesi. Which was Parcheesi? Uh, four squares. So, okay. and then you had to get it. It was like green, yellow, like the primary colors, right? Green, yellow, mm-hmm. red, blue, and you had to basically get. And you had four little things that you moved around, mm-hmm. but you could send them back home. So whoever got the four into their their spot okay before anybody won right so it'd be like first second okay. third fourth part easy i can't believe well it's no, a very I've dominican huh i've never played it oh it's a very dominican like i it, it's very common like my part easy set was from the dr um it was authentic. i don't remember who had gifted it to me but me and my mom would play all the time and i would cry when i would lose <laughs> i still love that game that much huh yeah, I was like, no, but I wanted to win. I was like, yeah, bro, you can't win them all. Yeah, you just so you can't. can't. No, <laughs> I, I don't know the game at all. I'm not familiar with it. 
it's a they have it sometimes on Facebook, like during the pandemic, me and my my friends, like one of my childhood friends would play it all the time, kind of to pass time. And she'd right. be like, you never change. You never change getting pissed off that you lose. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy that you mentioned the pandemic. You ever, like, isn't it wild that we lived through that? Like, that was actually a point in our lives. Every single human being collectively on the planet experienced that together. Listen to me. This thing, I, I still think it should have been 15 days. <laughs> For what? Quarantine? Yes. Okay. Like, to me, it was, I'm like, what? What kind of 15 days are these? Like, why, I can't... why 15? Because they had said we had to go in, in lockdown for 15 days. Remember? 14 days? Yeah. To see yeah. if they would blow over. Oh, yes. That's right. In the very beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I remember this because I was right. I was right there. Like, I, things were starting to get better for me. Okay. Like, I was, I had, for the first time ever, I had a corporate, an ongoing corporate gig like a speaking engagement till July. Okay. With possible extension. Um, and then this know, was, this was like March of this year that you're finding out about all this. Yeah. March of that, well, that year. It, yeah. Well, I, we got to do like, we pushed through and we got to do one of the, one of them okay. in March, like the week before shutdown. Okay. Was the last time I was on stage at that point. And we had it and it was just like one whole school didn't even show up. Because they were scared because of COVID. Of, okay, so it's because of the COVID, yeah. Because of the COVID and whatnot. And things I felt like were looking well for me. I had, like, I was going to meet one of my international contacts. It was coming up. And, you know, it was just a thing, man. And then this, that happened. And I was like, uh, hello? Right. No, I was, that was really shitty. It was. It was. It was so stressful. And then I decided to get divorced right in the smack middle of it. Well, you got which divorced was, in the pandemic, too. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it was just a whole, you know, it was just a whole thing, bro. It was a whole thing. Mm. Um, it, I just, it was just wild how I, how I started it and how I ended it was a completely different. And I know everybody went through it though. Mm-hmm. I did too. So I, what would happen? I I know some of what happened, but like, did, can you believe you lived through that? I mean, it feels like such a, like a weird distant memory, but it was only two years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two years is not that long ago. No, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. But, but yeah, man, we, we, we all went through that shit. It's crazy, it was, but we came out. We did. I didn't, at one point I swear to you, we were all going to die. I thought it was airborne. Till this day, I think it's airborne. I don't care what anybody tells me. You think that it's like just chilling in the air right now? Yeah. <laughs> just in the air. And when it finds a, a beautiful nostril to go up, it just up the nostrils. Yes. COVID. Yes. That's it. Watch. You're going to see. We're going to watch it on one of those documentaries. It was airborne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but none of them know where it's actually coming from. That's the thing. I, I mean, some of them do. I feel like someone knows, but nobody really knows. They're kind of just making it up as they go along. This is true. This is true. I was like, but I traveled during it though. I was going to ask you, were you super freaked out about it? Well, to, you know what? I didn't open my windows for two weeks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> during it. I was like, oh my God, this is airborne. I swore to me and my grandma swore it was airborne. Till this day, my grandma's like, it was in the air. I said it right. was. 
was. I really think it doesn't register to me how everybody has, you know, most of the world has gotten this. I, it's registered to me how it's caused the deaths that mm-hmm. I understand, mm-hmm. um, that I do get. But, in, and I know there's a severity of it. I never once made fun of it. Of course but, not. You know, some people, oh, it's not real, but no, 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 it's real. Like that, that thing was deadly. Right. I myself had it and me and my mom got it at the same time, naturally. How bad, how bad were your symptoms? I was okay because okay. I was taking care of her. So okay. I was on overdrive, like overdrive. Right. Um, just like cleaning everything, changing the sheets every day, making soup, making tea. I was working too. Mm, okay. I was working remote because I worked remote, thankfully, thank God. Uh, during at least you to, yeah, at least you had that opportunity. With it, it's not the same for everybody. And I, and to me, it was just, I was just on autopilot. If you ask me what COVID was to me, I can't tell you. You really because don't have an answer, just, huh? No, I was just on autopilot. Like it was just go, 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 do this, do that, do that, do this. Make sure. And uh, the only, how I figured it out was in my adult life, Okay. like in my whole life, even as a kid, you could ask like my grandma who raised me and what. I I'm not a a kid that throws up. Like at all. At all. Okay. At all. I have maybe thrown up in the last 33 years five times. Wow, that's such a low number. Like I, I have a strong stomach and that thing made me throw up. Really it did. And I sat like I woke up and I didn't feel well and I I went to the bathroom I threw up and that's when I was like okay, I've covid. So I knew instantly when, what year did you catch it? I caught this at the stupid end of 2021 in December. So you got hit with like the Omicron. Yes. Yes. I got that wave. Right. And I was good for two. Like I, I had been on planes. I went to New York. Like pff, I was, you know, wash your hands, wear a mask. Right. Like, if I, and me getting hit with it, it was just me for me to throw up. Did you catch it when you were here? Or did you catch it while you were traveling? I got it here. Okay, That's so at true. least you were already here, comfortable. I know, but I was supposed to travel. This is how I found out. I was supposed to travel, and I went to get that rapid test. Right. And it came out positive. But by the time I had gone downstairs to do that, like downstairs, I say this because there's a pharmacy in the condo. Um, I had thrown up the night before. Wow. So, but in my head, I was still traveling. For sure. Tell me, I'm like, nope, I'm going, I'm leaving, and it was just, and it was really magical because, um, I hadn't spent New Year's, okay, in my house with my mom since okay. I was 18. Wow, what a gap! Yeah, because yeah, I always travel, always travel for New Year's. Always. Why? I don't why know. do you always? Why do you always choose to travel around that time though? I don't like spending New Year's in Toronto. Okay. I'm from a tropical country. I like to be in the warmth. I don't have family here. Um, well, at least family I like. <laughs> right. Majority of the family is overseas. Yes. So okay. I always I always sneak away. Um, and the times that I was here, I was, you know, uh, with my former partner and we would do stuff. We'd go Niagara. Like, but just for me to stay in my house. Right. And not do anything for New Year's since I was 18. Because, you know, I turned 19 and I would go out, right? 
Right. So I wouldn't be here. That's no, crazy. No. Wow. It was, yeah. It was cr- My mom was the one to mention it. She's like, you know, we haven't been here. And last time I remember this, we lived here and you were 18. I was like, holy shit. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the highlight of it. Okay. That's the highlight of it. How about you? Yeah. What did you did you did you get COVID? I caught it three times. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I caught the original. Okay, that was bad then. Like the very, very first one. I remember when I caught it too, because my old roommate at the time was working at a restaurant and one of the people he was serving, the guy was joking about how he had COVID but was coughing and feeling kind of weird in terms of his body. And my, my roommate came back and he was freaking out. He's like, not freaking out, but he was moving a little like, yo, I'm, I don't know. Am I, am I good? Am I tripping out? And I'm like, no, you're probably fine, man. Next morning he wakes up and he's feeling like kind of sick. And he's, yo, bro, I can't taste anything. And because the symptoms were so new, like nobody really knew uh, what to ex- like what it was, what to expect. And I was like, ah, oh, bro, you're fine. You're fine. Then I ended up catching it from him. And the symptoms I got, have you ever heard of labyrinthitis? No. So essentially labyrinthitis is permanent vertigo. It just comes and it hits you. And at the time, I remember being on set. I was working, uh, I was doing stand-in, and I got hit with the labyrinthitis. And my head would not stop spinning. I couldn't stop spinning. Like it felt like, it felt like even though I knew I was standing upright, but it felt like my body was swaying and spinning. Like it was such an uncomfortable feeling. And so I ended up going to the doctor. The doctor said, no, it's not COVID. You're fine. And then on the, this was Thursday. I went to the doctor on the Friday. On the Saturday, no, Saturday I was good. On the Sunday, I was on the couch for the entire day, sweating and cold. I couldn't get rid of the shakes. Mm. It was so bad. Oh, so that was version. That was version one. Oh my yeah. god! What were you gonna ask me? I can't. I can't believe you're you're you caught it three times. I haven't spoken to anybody who who caught it three times. Nope. Yeah, it, it, it was wild. And then the second time I caught it was shit. Where did I catch it? I don't remember where I caught it the second time, but I'm pretty sure that was uh, like the second strain of it. And then the third time I caught it was on Christmas. Eve of last year. That's when I caught Omicron. Oh, I feel like that. That, that I feel like that wave came and freaking got everybody. It hit everybody. everybody. So many people got hit with Omicron. It was insane. I couldn't turn around. Like everybody that I messaged, like, you know, Merry Christmas or Happy New Year. Oh, I'm homesick with. I'm like, what? You two. And I felt bad because I actually gave it to my entire family. Because I was on the couch. I stayed away pretty much from everybody. And so I was on the couch. And I remember waking up in the middle of the night, hot and cold sweats. It was the worst feeling in the world. Uh, And then the next day, everybody just started to get sick, except for one of my nieces. But I felt bad getting it. Couches, Ryan. What's with the couches? Yo, couches are comfortable. Couches are very comfortable. (laughs) Are you a couch surfer? No, I've never couch surfed a day in my life. I've always had my own place. Or a place to rest my head, at least. I just, I've heard a few of your stories. You're like, the couch. And I'm like, hmm, maybe that's something you can develop, Ryan, in the couch. <laughs> the couch? 
Maybe the couch is magical. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is in the couches. I do fall asleep on couches a lot, though, because it's so comfortable. Especially when you're watching a show and you got yourself a little bit of alcohol and you just lay down on the couch. It's such a great feeling. <laughs> I think you have a deep love for couches and you haven't realized it yet. I do have a deep love for couches. I know I have a deep love for couches. Even my present couch, I can't wait to buy a new couch. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing, the couches. Um, it's a whole thing. I, let's not talk furniture because you and I will be here all night. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. Let's not talk about furniture. No, no. You'd be. I feel like you could have your podcast. I feel Me? Like would, yeah. Talk about what? Everything? Everything. Yeah. I think it would be interesting. I don't say this to many people, by the way. Oh, thank you. I don't. It's not, you know, sometimes I, I tell people things and they think, I feel like they feel like I'm saying it just to be nice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel no, like you should. I, I, I've always thought about having, a, like, starting a podcast, but I'm like, okay, but what would I talk about? And who would I invite? And what are some of the things that I would got go, get going on? Like, I don't know. And I would want it to be a good podcast, not just some basic shitty one, you know? You know, like, there's just a bunch of male podcasts online and that's so garbage. Oh, I know, but if you really look at it, like Joe Button, like the big podcasters are males. I right. feel like it's a more male-dominated space than a female space. I feel, um, just based on like who's like really cool, and then the females that are like up there and stuff. Like the, mm-hmm. I was listening to one uh, a few weeks ago, okay. and then it was like twenty minutes of commercial, bro. Really. I, a deal like the amount of commercials she had i'm like yo like you're in hollywood like what what's the need right what's the need you're you know this is produced by iHeartRadio. radio why do you have so many you feel me like you have such a big name behind you i i would be the one so now lately when i'm taping i'm like enjoy your commercial free podcast mm, smart. enjoy it because this is not a thing people do like, and it was such a good story. Too. And like, I'm like, okay, next, 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 next. And I'm like, ah. it was frustrating, but I think you should start one. I think it would be fun. I, I had an idea for one where, <laughs> don't judge me, but couches again, where I'm I get people you. come over, we sit on the couch and like, you know, you smoke weed and drink alcohol and we just talk. And if you don't well, smoke and works. drink, well, I would smoke and drink and we just talk. You can smoke and drink. I, I'll just talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was my uh, that was my idea for the podcast that I was thinking just kind of do that. It's very relaxed, and we just talk about all things. It can be like like I when you said that, I felt like Snoop Dogg, like a oh, Snoop yeah. Dogg, like a Snoop Dogg, yeah, yeah, with your couch and it all being like dark and like <laughs> a little. Like, Why all dark with, with the candles and just the ambiance? No, set? with like purple lights. Ah, okay. You know? Okay. Like that kind of mood type of yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. I understand yeah. That. See? See, we're getting there. We're getting, we're getting there. there. It's just helping me increase my my success rate. Making <laughs> the best podcast possible. I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I can't wait to hear you talk about it. Um, I hope you come back and hang out with me. Is there anything is there anything you'd like to talk about or or air out? I feel like sometimes I give people space to talk about things that they like or if you have any questions for me. Oh, uh, shoot! I don't, I don't, I don't think of any questions for you. I just Good. figured that we would have a conversation, and whatever <laughs> needed to come up would come up. 
Yeah, no, I, I've got no questions for you. None? Nothing. Um, well, okay. Hold on. No, I mean, well, because I feel like, you know, from the time that you and I hung out that first time and I got to, I got to know you. You know what? Actually, no, I do, I do have a question. If it's a little, it, is, it is a little personal, though. It's about what you oh, told boy. me about. How, <laughs> how long were you married for? I don't think I actually ever asked that. And you don't have to tell me. You could always tell me to saw it off. No, no. Um, it's no secret. Ten years. Okay. Wow, a decade. Yeah. Holy I didn't shit. actually make the decade. Like, I, I had broken it off the year that we turned ten, but okay. it, it was ten. Um, total twelve. And where did you know each other from? So we had met in high school. Um, okay. We were in high school sweethearts, but we met, like, a little bit after. Okay. At that point, I felt... I'm a big touchy-feely person, okay? I feel things. Like, when and you say touchy-feely, you mean emotional or physically? Emotional. Okay, so you're, you're, just, you're like an empath. Yeah, huge. Okay. Um, to me, I felt, at that point, he was one of the most brilliant people I've ever met. Right. Um, so, you know, you kind of, and you're young, you're in your feelings and everything, and I don't regret it. Um, okay. I think it was one of the most valuable with very painful lessons I've ever learned and okay. yeah that's kind of where where that is but that was that was a long time I don't think now where I sit where I am in life I don't think I would repeat that journey I would hope um, not you know I I would hope and strive whoever you know is meant to be on my path is somebody who's who'll be up forever right as like as like weird as that sound and nobody believes in forever, I really do think that like I would want it to be forever. Do you believe in forever? You said nobody I believes do. in it. Okay. I do. I think forever is possible if both mutual parties are willing to put in the work and grow together. Agreed. Agreed. Um, if one person checks out, then it's a it's a done deal and you can't you can't hold the weight of everything forever. Right. I agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. So something's got to give. That's where I sit with it now. Okay. That's where I sit with it. Yeah. yeah. That's so beautiful. Well, I'm happy that you found your peace and are doing your own thing, doing what makes you uh, happy in life and kind of just, yeah, living. Well, that's the goal. That's the goal. You kind of sit there, at least for me now, I don't, I don't feel that anybody who's listening to us or anybody that encounters in me, like, I don't think that anybody should be unhappy because of somebody else's actions. Correct. Um, you really need to sit there and, you know, check yourself, as they say. Right. And and really see, okay, are there, is this person's actions affecting me because of my unhealed trauma and the things that I haven't worked out in the past? Right. Or is this person's actions hurting me because we're no longer aligned and mm. we're not going in the right direction anymore? Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. You don't got to go in the same direction. That's why Google Maps has different routes to different places. Right. Like when you go on Google, it tells you three different ways you can get the same place. Basically. And it's like, this is the fastest. This is the way that is the, has like the less resistance, you know, so like small little things like that. The yeah, it tells you, right? route. And scenic route. You know, maybe maybe you were just that that journey that you're on with somebody. Maybe it was on the highway and that's it. The next stop, you got to go. Right. And that's okay. It, it could be that, yeah. 
or you may want to take the scenic route with them. Mm-hmm. It just depends. It just depends. I think relationships are complex, and I run away from them now. Yeah, <laughs> trust me. I've been running away from relationships. It's been like two plus years since I've last been in one. Yeah, I'm like, no, don't. I don't even want to get a cell phone, Ryan. Oh, really? Like a cell phone plan? Like, yeah. because I'd be locked in for two years. Those commitment issues are too much for you. <laughs> she's yeah. a runner. She's a track star. Running. I'm running away from it all. Don't talk to me. <laughs> you know, and then they're, they're like, they're so needy and they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm working. Right. <laughs> what do you mean? What am I doing? Who do you right. talk to all day, my friend? Like, do you not? Like, what type of females are you talking to that you're asking me, what am I doing at 2 o'clock on a Tuesday? The ones, the ones that are saying you're trying to come over or not? Like, I don't understand. I don't understand. What do you... I can, I can go into this. I'm like, do you know who you're speaking with? <laughs> like, sometimes, they... sometimes I feel like men don't really get it. No. Instead of asking me, what am I doing? You should ask, are you hungry? Do you want me to send right. you food? Right. Do you want to hang- be proactive when you're asking questions? Don't just ask questions to ask. Ask, ask for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Intentionality. Intentionality is a big thing that I've been moving with in my life too. Like if it came to asking a person out or <clears throat> pursuing a job or, or even my own personal things, like I'm very intentional, very specific about what I want out of my life. Well, nobody has time to, like, and then this is where I just, you don't hear an answer from me back at all. <laughs> like, right. I'm just like, I'm not even going to engage in this right now. I just, I, I think I'm too special to do basic. Mm. I think basic's so, meant for the, for the young kids. <laughs> is. Basic's meant for the young kids so they can learn what life is. Like, oh shit, I don't want, <laughs> I don't want this. I don't want this basic shit in my life. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta leave them. We got. We gotta leave them a little something so they can experience. <laughs> I don't know what they're going through. Oh my god, you have made me laugh. You'll take the award for making me laugh the most as a guest right now. You can, you could have it. You're, you're funny. You're I funny, am that funny. funny man. I'm a funny, sweeter man. You are the sweeter man. Is that, I'm <laughs> calling this episode the sweeter man's. I swear to you. Think I'm joking. So you want to hear the joke? Um, what? When the one of the very first shows that I ever ended up on was um, on the CW, which is the network mm. that had shows like uh, Vampire Diaries, Riverdale. Uh, they yeah. got All American on there. And, love All American. Oh, so, oh my gosh, it's so good! The new season just started. I love it. Why is it so good? And I, I'm like in love with <laughs> the British guy. In love with him. The main dude. And, yes. Oh, Daniel Ezra. <sighs> He's so good. He's great. Fabulous all around. So good, <laughs> but uh, I remember when I when I ended up on on a CW show, I officially told myself I'm attractive because CW only casts really attractive people, and mm. so and so I started calling myself CW like the CW, and then spelled out sweet with it. So that's how I spell sweet. So when I send that, my friends know I'm being obnoxious on purpose. Instead of S W E E T, I spell it C W E E T. Yes, marketing. Hire your Warner Brothers for your marketing team. Honestly, <laughs> you're hysterical. Yeah, so that's that's how I so I I call myself Sweeter Man. So it's it's kind of funny that like that 
that joke came up while you and I were talking the day. Well, no, because I'm like, oh, the sweetie. I don't know what half how we got there. I I really don't remember. I don't. I don't. But you know what? It was such a present moment that that's what made it even more hilarious. I'm like, oh, the sweeter man. I'll see you later. (laughs) And here we are finally having a conversation. I know. I was excited that you reached out to me. Like, because I, I don't reach out to anybody. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm like a loner. I swear I stay in my corner. But um, no, I was like, and then you had messaged me right when I was like smack middle of like just event life. And I'm like, right. hold on. <laughs> Give me a second. Right. And, getting- and then you responded back. So I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. I'm a woman of my word. I really do. If I say that. I'm doing something, I will do it. Um. I don't like to give timings for things if okay. I don't if I don't know the timing, but if I say I'm doing something, you better believe I'm doing it. Mm. Like it will happen. Um and I had said to you, I think I had said circle back with me like the week of the twentieth. Yeah. And then I remembered because I had said to everybody that was reaching out to me, circle back with me the week of the twentieth. So then one morning I woke up and I was like bang, 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 bang. I sent back all the messages. I'm like, okay, you said this, this, that, that, this. Let's go, let's get to work. Right. Um, but yeah, typically when I say I'm, I'm going to answer somebody, I always do. I She's always a woman do. Sometimes of her I word. forget. I am. That's very am normal. Woman. That's very normal. I'm like, sometimes, and sometimes like I answer back to them like, oh, you remembered. I said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I said that's it. That's good though. Yeah, that's good that you, that's good that you respond back. Some people I met in this world talk, there's a lot of talkers and less doers. And you oh, want to be yeah. part of the, you want to be part of the doers category. It's true. It's true. Like one of my speakers, um, she's in New York. We did an Instagram live. Okay. And a couple years back, and I said to her, oh, we're going to share a stage one day. And she's like, yeah, let me know when I can come out to Toronto. Mm-hmm. And I brought her out to Toronto. Wow. Like three years later. Yeah. Nice and she's it. like, she goes, hey, I said, I told you, we're going to share a stage. Like whenever I say this to people, they think I'm like, I'm like, no, no, no. There's a list in my head. I have a mm-hmm. list mm-hmm. of people that I want to work with and share a stage with. Like, if I had endless amount of money, I would do it right now. But for I sure. don't. For sure. Um, so I just wait for the opportunity to to do so. Okay. And then we get to work. Um, but yeah, I knew who. I have, uh, I have somebody else I want to share a stage with, but it's complicated. Why there's like complicated? visa. Oh, okay. There's like visa and... It's like a whole thing. I to, like when, because I hit her up and I said, Yo, what does it take politically for me to get you out of where you are? Right. And she told me, and I said, Okay, I'm going to have to come back to you when I have deeper pockets. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, I believe in you. I said, Okay, good. Like, I'm like, This is going to happen. I right. said, I'm going to bring you here. Right. Um, but, anyways, I got to figure out. I've been in my head, like, trying to. You know, I'm like, how am I gonna do this? But I'll figure it out. Because mm-hmm. okay. I want, I want her, I want her to be here. Okay. I want her to be here. But anyways, well, it's me, nice. right? This is how like I get my ideas, and then I, I just do it exactly. Yeah. I just work on it. But anyway, she's a cool chick. She's like, well, maybe you can come out here. I said, yo, if you want to bring me out there, I can, I can go there very easily. Where Where is she from? She's in Dubai. Oh. But originally, um, like where she's from, from. Like her actual paper status and stuff, it's she needs to get a visa. Um, and even if I were to get her to the states, it's only valid for three months. Right. So it's like, a, 
you know, in flight and accommodation. All that stuff. Yeah. You know, I can't bring her here for a weekend. Because it's got to be at least a week so she can get adjusted to the time change. Right. It's what like is, a whole thing. Do you know what it's their time change is? Is it like 12 hours? It is 12 hours. Hmm. It is 12 hours. Yeah, 12 Sometimes. hours. 12 hour difference is big. I can't bring her here on a Friday night, put her on stage Saturday, and put her back on a plane Sunday. Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. Maybe That's she could do that to me, but I will That's, do that to her. <laughs> That's evil. That's evil. You're funny. You're funny. No, that is. That's so evil. Do to a person. No, you can't. That's what I'm saying. When you want to do these kind of big things, you need to have the, you need to have the bandwidth and you need to have the pockets to do it. Right. You can't just. So it's steps. It's steps. We'll see. I'm like. I'm in my head working on my next event, but we'll see. We'll when do you see. think it would be? I would like it to be early 2023. Okay. Um, I would like it to be, but we shall see how I'm able to to swing it. Let's see. Cool. Let's see. I have the idea. Well, I know I'm, who I want I, to I, I hope you. I hope you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. So do I. So do I. I keep getting asked like, oh, how do you? I said, hold on. It takes a second. <laughs> hmm. What does this person? What does this person uh, like speak about specifically? I can't tell you. Oh, okay. Secret, I can't. Secret. Uh-uh. I can't. Maybe off air. <laughs> okay. Maybe not off. Not on, not on the air. Not when we're on the airwaves. No, no, no. They can't find out so early. That's fair. There's a method to my madness. No, it should be fun. <laughs> Guess that there's a method to her madness. You sound like a super villain. Oh. I am a super villain on the inside. I knew it. I knew it. I started reading, uh, you brought up super villain. It just reminded me. I'm reading Seth Rogen's book called Yearbook. And there's a character, not a character, but like a person. I guess a character, but there's a person that he interacted with at one point. I can't remember the person's name, but uh, what's the person's name? I don't remember what the person's name was, but this person basically was just like a super villain in in his like town or like in Vancouver where Seth Rogen grew up hmm. and did something. So, you know, they just brought a super villain and it just made me laugh. Just like thinking about super villains. Like everybody talks about, this is how their super villain origin starts. Like you guys, nobody really wants to be a super villain. No. Well, <laughs> you know what though? I have a shirt, a Disney shirt with all okay. the villains on it. Oh, that's cool. Um, because I think the villains really make the story, their adversity in a human shape form. Right. So it would be, I would want to know where the supervillains are made because once you find out where something comes from, you're able to to man it a little better. Right. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. I don't know. I can't, it takes me forever to finish reading a book. I have so much going on. Um, it takes me a long time. An hour a day is all you need. Heck, a chapter a day. You can finish some chapters before an hour. It takes me a while. It takes me a while, like at least a couple months. So if I actually finished a book, consider right. yourself like blessed. Like it, it has to keep me intrigued mm-hmm. uh, to do it. I'm I'm reading the Viola Davis. I have been reading Viola Davis since May or June, whenever her, I came. Her uh, her autobiography. Yes. Ooh, yeah. I need to get me that one. She's good. She's good. She okay. makes me cry and like. You know, I know how the story ends, like you said at at the beginning of the podcast, but it's just the struggle, right? 
her picture should be in the dictionary. Mm-hmm. It should be. Like, it. I've never seen anybody do fuck. Like, just everything <laughs> that she goes through. I'm like, right. bro, I, I should be freaking a billionaire right now because of my life was so much easier than yours. And uh, she's really prevailed and she's really done her thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now it's her prime and she's, you know, basically in her 50s, which is crazy, right? Right. It is crazy. That's that is insane. But life's going. Life is going. And it ain't gone we're yet. All, we're all aging. It's, yes, it's true. It's not gone yet, but it is going. Yeah, she's 57. Wow. She's 57. You see what I mean? Right. So it's just one of those things. And um, it's taken her that long to get to where she needs to get to. Right. But she's done it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything happens over time. Doesn't it? Don't Nothing you think happens. it's fun? It is. I mean, it's the journey. It's enjoying the journey. It's about it's, it's about embracing the journey and, and knowing that there is a goal at the end as long as you can stay focused and consistent, whatever that looks like for you. That's what it is. That's what it is. And this is why I'm trying to enjoy my my journey so much more. I'm really trying to enjoy my journey, especially pursuing my acting career. I've been on this for 15 years. And I mean, like, what else am I going to do in my life? I really love acting. I'm not going to, it's not like I'm going to go back to school to be a doctor or anything, you know? I think you can do absolutely anything in life. I mean, we we all all could do anything we want in life. So, yes, I received that. Thank you. But my acting career is my forefront. I'm excited. I'm excited. Are there any upcoming projects we can look up for you? Yeah. Um, have a movie coming out this Saturday. We're going to be premiering at the Real World Film Festival. Uh, what's the date? So it's like September, October 15th. So October the 15th. We're going to be screening it finally in Toronto. Uh, Bite of a Mango is a film. It's about two characters that find out that they're having a child together. Unplanned. While dealing with the pandemic, we shot it in the pandemic, and it's about the pandemic, and it's a Toronto movie. So I've got that, and then there's another project coming out, which I believe is a web series under Bell, uh, called Right Under My Roof, and I play a character that's kind of just trying to find himself in life and figure out what he wants to do. Yeah, it was dope, man. So I got some. I got some cool things. I'm really excited about Bite of a Mango, especially because it's such a movie for the city. It's such a movie for the culture. And we we had our world premiere in Miami at the uh, American Black Film Festival. But now we finally get to have the movie here in Toronto, and I have this Toronto movie to have so many of my friends watch it. So many of our peers. And the movie's already sold out, so there's no seats available, which is great. So I'm excited to really share this movie with the uh, with the people here in the city. Well, email me. Tell me how it goes. I will. I definitely will. I hope you keep your word. Email me. I don't know. Um, yeah, I was gonna invite myself, but I can't. And you're sold out. So you're sold out. Yeah, but I will. I will definitely email you as soon as I finish the premiere and let you know what how it went. Please, please. I'm like, I'm like, you know, anti vibes. I want to know everything. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'll definitely keep you in the loop. Please, I'm like, why don't I have my monthly update? Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely keep you. You're laughing, but you'll see. 
just, just getting random pings from you on my emails, like, so uh, what's going on? How are things going? Like, whoa, chill. No, I'll, I'll definitely keep you. I'll definitely keep you in the loop on how things go and how the night went and the experience that I feel. Yeah, let me know. Let me know. Because I know you're not much for social media these days. So send me an email. Oh, no. I'm actually back on social media. Because, yeah, when you met me, I wasn't on it. I'm back now. No. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll keep up with you then. Well, I have to now. Yeah, I finally. I finally came back to social media. I completely forgot I took that that break. I was off for like two months. Two and a half months. Yeah, you told me. I didn't know if you were on social media or not. Yeah. I still want my email, though. I will say definitely, you know, email is still better. It's more personal. So you must tell me the name. You must tell me the name. So if I ask you where can people keep up with you, would you drop it or no? Oh, what, like my like my life? Well, no, your like your work. Of course, yeah. Follow me, Ryan Rosary. Ryan I'm also Rosary. on. I'm also on Twitter at King Lord Rosary, and TikTok is also King Lord Rosary. I mean, if you just type in Ryan Rosary and all the things Rosary. It's spelled R-O-S-E-R-A, not A-R-A. Everyone always puts A-R way. But if you spell it like that, you'll generally find me. I'm excited. I'm excited. So I hope everybody goes, follows you, and supports your work. If there's anything I can do to support your work, let me know. If you have any kind of premieres or anything, send me an email. If I have the open availability, I will definitely swing by. Definitely. Thank you so much. So let me know. Um, and it was it was fun having you on. I hope Thanks you for come having back. me. I hope so too. <laughs> I think I think I will come back. You think? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Feeling like I'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> good. Good. Come on back. I've had repeat guests. Okay. So great. You know, then I'll they, definitely come back. Yeah, I'm not a. I'm not a. Yeah, I, I got a. Yeah, the next I have a few episodes that are repeat guests of people that just have morphed into different businesses and stuff like that. Sure. So they want to come on and talk about it. So it's always a, it's always a compliment to me when they want to come back on. Well, it means you're doing something right. It means that you're they're enjoying their time. I hope so. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. I hope I do something right in life, you know? You are doing something right in life. Don't don't even overthink that. You're definitely doing something right in life. I hope so. I think it'll be fun. It'll be fun. All right, Mr. Ryan. Wait, do you want to do the thing I say? As always, thank you for coming by. This is your girl, Hannah. And then you're supposed to say Ryan. But you ready? Are you going to okay. do it? Yeah, let's go. Okay. I think, you, I think you can catch it. All right. As always, this is your favorite podcast host, Hannah Guzman, coming at you from your favorite corner of the podcasting world with... Ryan Rosary here, actor extraordinaire, fun-loving human being. Thank you all so much for tuning. <laughs> Toodles. Toodles.